Before we get started today, I wanted to let you in on a little something I've been working on over the past five or six months. For parents of teenagers, there's a lot of pressure and confusion around getting them ready for life beyond high school, whether that's college or something else. So many options to consider, so much to know about college prep and admissions, and crucial development that needs to happen in students' lives during this time. Well, it would be fantastic if every parent could hire a one-on-one consultant or counselor to walk them through the junior high and high school years, but that's just not financially viable for most people. So I'm putting together digital courses designed to walk you through everything I think you need to know. I spent 10 years in academic advising at two different universities, and that experience gave me a lot of insight into how parents navigate the teen years well and some of the pitfalls they may encounter. These digital courses are designed to pass on that experience to you in an affordable, go-at-your-own-pace format that you can go back to over and over again as you reach new milestones. They are still in the works, but if it's something you're interested in learning more about when they're ready to go, the best thing you can do is join my email list. I'll put the link in the show notes below so that you can do that easily. And if there's anything you really like for me to cover in these courses, please feel free to let me know. Your questions help me stay relevant. So that's the big news. So excited to share it with you today, but let's get to the episode. You're listening to the Strategic College and Career Planning Podcast. As a parent of a high schooler, you are the perfect person to prepare and guide him or her through decisions about college selection, taking college credit in high school, deciding on a major, and actually thriving in the post-high school experience. But in my experience working in higher education, I found too many parents and students are overwhelmed by their options, confused about how to achieve their goals, and lack hope for their future. My name is Leah Smith, and I'm bound and determined to enable young people to find and achieve their calling and help high school families make wise decisions in pursuit of their educational, vocational, and financial goals. Through bite-sized episodes covering a wide variety of college and career topics, we'll cut through the mystery and set you up to make great decisions. Welcome to the podcast. spent a whole lot of time talking about preparing for college, making decisions related to college, and reasons why your son or daughter would want to go to college. This was especially pronounced in these last two episodes on the purpose of college. So today we are flipping the script. Just as much as I loved my college experience, believe in the benefit of going, and have seen countless students thrive in college, I firmly believe that the traditional four-year college experience is not the best decision for every student and every family. Fortunately, I feel like culture is changing and more people are wising up to this, but there is still some pressure to attend and even shame in not attending that we need to squelch. In the next two episodes, I'm going to cover reasons why the traditional four-year college experience may not be right for your student, how to hang on to the benefits of college even if they don't attend, and what they can do instead. So today, jumping into why you may choose not to send your kids to college. 
The first and probably the most obvious reason for not attending a traditional four-year college is the cost. We know the cost of tuition has increased steadily for a while now, and it's become really prohibitive for a lot of families. On the flip side, the other reality is that we still see the earning potential increase based on college degree and level of degree. So a person with an associate's degree on average, makes more than a person with just a high school diploma. Bachelor's degree makes more than that. Master's degree makes more than that, and so on. So theoretically, the more education that you invest in, the more money you can make in your lifetime. But we know this isn't true for every single person. So how do you navigate this and and use the information that's out there to make a good decision for your particular student? One thing that I think is really important to acknowledge is a lot of these people, even though they're making more money potentially than, say, someone who has some college or an associate's degree, they might have they may have a lot of student loan debt that they're still working on paying off and could be paying off for years and years after graduation. So you got to do the math. Is this projected income or salary actually going to be worth it if you start subtracting the amount that they're going to pay on their student loans? And now maybe you're not in a in a situation where you would need to take out student loans for your student. And if that's the case, then that's great. But it is something that a lot of people do need to take into account. The other thing that I think is really important to acknowledge is even if you feel like college is worth it for your student and it's invest it's an investment that's going to pay off in the long run if they are not in a major that is a good fit for them if they're not going to a school that's a good fit for them if they're not prepared to be successful in college then it's not going to be worth it because they could potentially just not graduate with the degree that they were intending to pursue and if they're taking out loans exit with a lot of debt These are all just some things to keep in mind as you search for average salary or earning potential based on degree. It's not as black and white as it looks like on paper or on a Google search. Another thing to keep in mind as well is when you see those stats on the average earning potential based on a bachelor's degree, what you're not seeing is what those bachelor's degrees are. So the earning potential for someone with an engineering degree or an accounting degree could be a whole lot higher than the earning potential for someone with a communication degree or an English degree. So that's another thing to keep in mind and applies more specifically to your student because if they are not sure what they want to do or they want to go into a field where they might not necessarily need a college degree, then it really may not be worth it for them to attend a four-year college program. This segues pretty perfectly into the next point, which is based on career path. So there are some career paths that just legitimately do not need a traditional four-year college degree. And if that's something that your student knows that they want to do, then great. 
I would send them in that direction and don't force a bachelor's degree on them. However, there are plenty of students who don't know what they want to do exactly. And so for a lot of parents, the response to this, which kind of, which does make a lot of sense, is just start college, just go and use the resources available, start taking classes, and you'll figure it out along the way, which does happen for a lot of students. But most of the time, my recommendation for this is to hold off and wait until your student has a better idea of what they want to do before they actually go to school. Now, there's a lot of families who the cost is not uh, something they're concerned about, and so they can afford for their student to go to school and potentially take longer than four years if they figure out what they want to do midway through and it changes some things or adds some time. And if that's you, then have at it. But I know a lot of parents don't want to spend money on tuition if their students are really clear on what they want to study. And the next thing I want to hit are the strengths and weaknesses of your students. So we know that there are some kids who just never thrive in a school classroom. And that's because uh, this typical school environment that we see in the U.S. is made for a very specific kind of person and is made to develop that specific kind of person and, and force kids into being that way whether or not that's how they're naturally wired. I do think it's important that kids and young adults learn how to do things that are hard, that they push themselves in areas that that are uncomfortable for them, that, that they develop their weaknesses. But at some point, I'm sure you as a parent have seen, this is just not working for my child. And if that's the case, I really would be careful before sending them to a traditional four-year experience that is going to be heavily reliant on that classroom, traditional textbook learning experience uh, because it's very likely that they won't thrive in that kind of environment. Instead, what we need to do is identify and celebrate their strengths and find the fit for those strengths, whether that is another educational experience or jumping into a full-time job right out of high school. But that needs to be a decision that you and your student make together based on who they are and where their strengths and weaknesses lie. And then finally, I wanted to hit on, and this kind of ties into strengths and weaknesses, there are some students who thrive a whole lot more in hands-on learning than the typical classroom learning environment. And if that's your student, then I really would recommend that you consider a technical school or vocational school or more of an apprenticeship type of program as opposed to, again, that traditional four-year college experience. Even if you find a school or a major that is pretty hands-on, you're still going to have courses that are more in the liberal arts thing. And your student might be fine in those, but if you know that they're not going to enjoy them and that they really would thrive more in 
a technical or vocational program, then I wouldn't mess with the four-year bachelor's degree. I'd just go straight to what you know is a better fit for them. It is very possible that you have a daughter in a similar situation, but what we know from K-12 education in the U.S. is that it's it's set up a little bit better for girls and uh, the way that they're wired, and that just continues into the college environment as well. So while it's definitely still possible that your daughter may lean more towards a hands-on active program, I see it more often in young men as opposed to young women. We're going to push pause here, but just to reiterate the reasons why you and your student might decide that college is not the best option for them, cost, their potential career path, and whether or not that career path actually requires a four-year degree, their strengths and weaknesses, and if they prefer more hands-on learning or classroom learning. There are other reasons why attending a four-year college might not be the best option. I think of family dynamics or family scenarios like a death in the family or other hardship like that could be another really big reason. But that, to a certain extent, is outside of our control. And these other reasons are more under our control and really need to be playing a big role in your decisions about where to go to school, what to pursue, and whether or not college is even the best decision. So we'll pick up next week with how to make sure your student still gets to enjoy the benefits of going to a four-year college and then what other options uh, you might want to think about as they get ready to graduate high school. So in the meantime, have a great week and we will talk again soon. Thanks so much for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave a kind rating and review so more families find this information and encouragement. I hope you found this episode helpful. Just wanted to let you know that we can make much more progress through personal coaching. Please check out my website at callingandcollegiateconsulting.com to continue the conversation and learn more about coaching opportunities for you and your child. I'll be sure to include a link to my website in the show notes below. So much is possible for your student, but very little just happens. I'm excited to help you strategically plan for their future.